what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and happy holidays, happy new year. 2021 couldn't come soon enough. And I am here with two co-hosts today. I'm with my man, T. Yup. And Gamo, you guys there? Hey, happy new year. Gunghei Fa Choi. Gunghei Fa Choi, motherfucker. Hey, I like your sweater. Hey, I like your sweater. I like your sweater as well. <laughs> For those that, well, are listening to the pod, obviously, there's no visuals on your end, but we are wearing some freshly minted Kirkland sweaters from the holidays. Brought to you by a Costco whole plus sale. It's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> the price stays low. Yes, yes, yes. We're all wearing it at the same time, too. We're doing this pod via Zoom. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty dope, man. You guys are looking sharp. Looking sharp. How, how was your guys' um, – I don't know. How was your New Year's? Happy Happy New Year. Yeah, good. Low-key. A little rainy here in Seattle, but, you know. You didn't, go, uh, you didn't, go, you didn't, go, club, you didn't go clubbing? COVID-19 clubbing? Uh, you know what I did? I, I, I spent my uh, New Year's Eve looking up um, – uh, nonstick pan reviews on YouTube. So, you know, it was, it was lit. So. Okay. okay. Well, it's always good to make a well-informed decision with your, with exactly. Your I, I'm looking forward to my Amazon. Yeah. Order Must do your research before purchasing. Exactly. Yes, sir. Um, I just stayed in, uh, just watched a little bit of the wonder woman 84. Oh yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It just came out. It's, it, was, it was okay. Um, I wouldn't say it's the best one to come out of that series, but you know, Gal Gadot, she's she's a good actress. Nice. Action scenes kind of cheesy at times, but <laughs> you know, I guess uh, good storyline. You, know, you know, in terms of like Flashback Friday, Throwback Thursday, I remember her. She made her debut in, in my eyes, at least. Uh, Fast and the Furious. She was um, what's that guy from Tokyo Drift that got that died and then he came back? What's his name again? Oh yeah, uh, Jin. No, 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 no. Paul Walker. No, no. The oh. <laughs> The Asian guy from Tokyo Drift that died. Han. Han. Han, right? He's always winning. She was his girlfriend, remember? Was that her? That was her. Oh. Oh, man. That was her. Good good catch. Not even in the IMDb caves there. Like, wow. Uh, I found found that out, too, because, you know, I'd be doing my my due diligence and shit. And she, yeah, she she was there for Fast and the Furious, like. Tokyo Drift and all that shit, so, yeah. I would say one thing uh, before we get started. One thing about Wonder Woman 84, I guess, uh, you know, it's relevant to our time. So, if you know, if that's something that you're privy to. There um, there are, like, little drops of, you know, social, uh, I guess, like, the social issues that are going around in the world. So, I guess at the end, it was just kind of like, whatever but <laughs> a, little, a little a little too much <laughs> like it was a little like come on you know like <laughs> like they really made an emphasis to put it out there it was, yeah it was, it was, oh yeah, yeah. smooth in other words then right yeah it's kind of eye-rolling at times but hey it was a good movie good new year's well spent with uh you know with the loved ones so okay so, how about you yeah Justin. uh motherfucker cobra kai cobra oh. kai baby we out here uh, season three came out on New Year's Day, and uh, I spent a good amount on my binge getting on that, and that was pretty dope. I actually spent New Year's Eve, or maybe the day before New Year's Eve, I binge-watched season two from start to finish, and then I, I did <laughs> a good amount of work on season three on, on New Year's Day. Okay. So that, that kept, me, uh, kept me on my toes. Well done. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh, after um, about 12 hours of using YouTube TV, I'm happy with the service, so thank you for uh, the recommendations from this, from this group. 
Oh yeah, fuck AT and T, right? <laughs> I already canceled it. Okay, that's good. All oh, right. hey, Camo, what is your conclusion from the research for for nonstick pants? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I, um, so I was I was weighing, uh, you know, price point. Apparently, across the board, the way they test all nonsticks is they they fry up. 500 eggs just straight in the pan with no butter or grease or anything yeah to see how like how how they stick they come across and so um, i purchased the oxo oxo brand um 10 inch non-stick it's i mean it's pretty easy to find but uh yeah i think it's about 40 bucks um they got really good reviews on on uh, america's test kitchen and, and so on so got it uh, I was, you know, they, they test, they take up to like handle length, the like comfort, how, you know, temperature sensitive it is, all that kind of stuff. So I know okay. a lot about nonstick fans now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a- to our loyal, loyal fans about the NFC West, I'm sure you guys have similar, <laughs> similar things on your mind too, right? Hey, hit me up if you, if you, if you need any, uh, any, any recommendations. Yeah. Handle length, I think, is a very uh, overlooked aspect of a nonstick pan. So exactly, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of handle pans, yeah, let's. Um, there's a lot to handle in the NFC West. Oh, good one. Ooh. <laughs> oh, let's go and look at this ending, guys. So, hey, um, I didn't do a pod. We didn't do a pod last week due to I don't know Christmas. So yeah. we didn't talk too much about Week 16. But here we are going to Week 17, the last week of the regular season uh for those that play fantasy football congratulations or good luck next year depending on your outcome for fantasy <laughs> football playoffs but here we are going to week 17 so shout out to the seahawks they have clinched a playoff berth they have won the nfc west they are 11 and 4 right now so go hawks i guess um then you have the rams at nine and six uh they are well we'll talk about it it's going to get interesting to, for them uh, just because they they lost last week and Jerry Goff is now hurt. So it makes things interesting for this upcoming matchup. Uh, the Cardinals, they lost to the Niners. Uh, so they are in seven. And then the Niners are six and nine. So there's a lot of moving pieces right now. The only thing that's constant is that the Seahawks are for sure going to the playoffs. Um, but where do they seed between the one seed, the two seed and the three seed? And they're not going to rest their starters against the Niners this week because of those playoff implications, particularly this year, because there's three wildcard teams versus two. That means that the number two seed in the conference no longer gets a buy on the opening weekend. So if you take the top seed, you get a week to relax and chill to go to the divisional round. But if you get the two seed, you still have to play wildcard weekend against the seventh seed. So the Seahawks have a lot to go for them. And speaking of, we were talking earlier this season that, hey, the NFC West is lit. It's loaded. You could potentially see all four teams in the playoffs. You could see three out of the four taking the wildcard spots and making the NFC West. Um, it's going to get really interesting because the Rams are nine and six. The Cardinals are eight and seven. But also the Chicago Bears are eight and seven. So... Let's talk about that matchup at hand, okay? Sunday, 1 o'clock, the Cardinals are playing the Rams at L.A. The Cardinals are favored by three over under 41. And in, in essence, if the Cardinals make – if they make the playoffs, it's because they win this game. They have to win this game to make the playoffs. If they lose, they're out. Just It's just straight up. 
what makes things interesting for the Rams is going into week 16, they had like a 95% of making playoffs because, you know, of their record. But because they lost uh, the previous week, they're at nine and six. And so if they were to lose this game to the Cardinals and the Bears were to beat the Packers this week, then the Cardinals are in, the Bears are in, and the Rams are out of playoff contention. So let's go ahead and dive into that. So the Cardinals are favored by three at LA over under 41. And the biggest caveat to this is one, Kyler Murray is not 100%. He hurt his leg against the Niners last week. And two, Jared Goff also hurt his hand. Uh, he got he got a thumb injury. And so he's not playing this week. Instead, John Wolford, zero career starts. He gets the starting nod. And he's pretty much going to decide if the Rams make the playoffs as well. Let's go. So I think that's the reason why the Cardinals are favored at the Rams because of the, the starting quarterback situation there. But they're not favored by like, I don't know, four, five, six, seven, because Kyler Murray isn't a hundred himself either. Right. Yeah. Well, technically they're favored by almost a touchdown, right? Because they're the way team getting three points. That's right. That's right. When you keep that into consideration with the row team being the favorite in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, go for it, Camo. What do you? I'll let you start. Yeah, no, I I saw last week when Kyler Murray got banged up a little bit there. Um, you know, obviously the the game their their future is, is riding on this on this game. So, you know, he seems like a pretty tough kid. So, but the injury did look, and he's such a small frame. It did look like it, it hurt a lot. So, I thought it was a it was a it was a, it was a couple of things he's injured. Or just, I thought it was his shoulder was a primary issue. I think I thought it was his hand. I know Kyler Murray had shoulder in, he had a shoulder. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a leg injury against the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's end of the season. He's banged up. He's played a lot, taking a lot of hits, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, in this situation, you know, big time players make big time plays. So expect to see DeAndre Hopkins step up a lot um, as, you know, obviously being one of the top receivers this whole season. Um, you know, I think that. I think in this situation, having the Rams starting a quarterback who's never started an NFL game before, they're going to rely heavily on their on their defense, um, front seven primarily. Um, so yeah, it might come down to kind of a, and it might be a little bit of an ugly game. Uh, I don't expect it to be super high scoring. Over under forty one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, honestly, in that situation, I'd probably take the under. To be honest. Okay. Well, sure. I mean, when uh, the Cardinals have the football, I mean, are you optimistic offensively with a kind of a gimpy Murray against this Rams defense? Yeah, that, you know, yeah, go ahead, Tia. Yeah, no, that's where I'm kind of um, kind of at odds right now because, uh, you know, watching the Cardinals play in the last several weeks, it seems that Kyler Murray, his confidence is a little shaken. Yeah. Um, they have been they, – they've been leaning to the run game a lot. Um, I'm going to expect that more, um, especially with a banged-up uh, Kyler. Um, but also, you know, with the Rams, uh, it's a really interesting matchup actually, because, you know, both of them are kind of banged up on the offensive side. One quarterback is out. The other one is not even a hundred percent. Um, you know, it, it could come down to just straight, um, just a physical aggressive match and who could literally outplay the other team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the whole, whole, whole confidence thing with uh, Kyler Murray that's going on, it's, it's been a trend in the last couple of weeks. And I think it all kind of started with, um, uh, when they played San Francisco, actually, um, he wasn't quite all there. It's fair to say that Kyler Murray's been erratic. His shoulder, now his leg. Um, 
maybe his confidence make, making those big throws because it's been a lot of dink and dunk lately. I haven't really yeah. seen him really attack the field as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is at this point. One, one of the considerations too I saw recently was that uh, and Cooper Cup is on the COVID list. So I don't think he's going to be playing either. That's right. So And Brockers. Right. Brockers is on the IR defensive tackle. And then their their top, well, they have multiple receivers, but their top slot guy, Cooper Cup, uh, he is on the COVID list. He's not going to play. He's not going to play this upcoming week. And so you're going to have, um, you know, let's talk about the, when the Rams have the ball with under center with John Wolford. So you have Robert Woods, you know, you have um, uh, Joshua Reynolds, and now you're going to have the rookie at the slot, which is going to be uh, Van Jefferson. And another thing too, um, Daryl Henderson, he's on IR now. You know, they just placed him on IR. Cam Akers, who had a high ankle sprain earlier this season, uh, he is a game-time decision. And then you have Malcolm Brown. So to your point, the, the Rams aren't 100% either by no stress in the imagination, regardless of the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you're really looking at a banged-up, you know, Murray starter, with the edge there versus a, a quarterback that's never played before versus – I mean, you probably argue, argue say that the that the Rams front seven is better than than the Cardinals defensive. So, how do you kind of weigh that? You know, it's again, it's gonna be a defensive game. It's gonna come down to just who makes probably a few select kind of big plays, big runs, something like that. Um, I mean, I could definitely see this being like a you know seventeen thirteen type kind of, type game. It's one whoever wins or loses, like the other, the loser is going to be, they're going to be pissed off as shit considering how much they kind of had this in the bag, like the last four weeks going into this last quarter of the season. And to be at this point where you have to play to get into the playoffs, it's pretty frustrating, honestly. Yeah. And whatever team wins, they're going to be going in the following week. Yeah. Very gimpy. <laughs> it's not, they're not going to be a full, um, you know, healthy team. And that, you know, that we hate to see that in the, for NFL. Um, we want to see in the playoffs, like, you know, the best of the best playing at full strength and, you know, football time after time has proven, you know, it's a game of attrition. It's who could overcome their injuries and kind of put them aside and just, just play the game. It's uh, rough. It's so, rough. Yeah. It, it's a rough road for the NFC West. It's crazy. Cause you know, uh, you know, several weeks ago, a month ago, we were talking about how NFC West could possibly have three teams in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, no, now it's like, uh, we have one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the were question marks. So, so again, so Justin, if, I mean, depending, I know it depends on what happens with the Ram, with the, the Bears game and such, but between, let's say theoretically, let's say Cardinals end up winning this game. So then would they play the Packers in the next round? Mm, that's another thing too. There's a couple moving pieces. So if the Bears win, Packers lose and the Seahawks win against the Niners, then the Seahawks, well, and the Packers need to both lose for the Seahawks to get the number one seed. So I guess to your point, um, it's TBD because it really depends on the seeding for the first three, Mm -hmm. one, two, three, whether it's Packers, Seahawks or Saints, I don't know that. And same thing goes for like the wild card spots as well. Uh, This is what makes the last week of the season really interesting because there's all these there's, there's some teams that are like the Jaguars that are prepared for the draft. And then there's this, it's, it's pretty cutthroat right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just watching that green Bay game last week, like they're scary. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> a banged up Cardinals or whoever team they they should be afraid if they had to play the next the next week. Yeah, yeah. playoff Rogers too. He he's yeah. playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he wants all the naysayers to basically shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and this is a season because I mean you know yeah. the Packers time after time are a big letdown every season. Um, True, you know. Yeah. So we'll see if they they pull through. But as far as the NFC West, I mean. Um, we'll talk about the Seahawks later, but this game at hand, it's like, man, it's a uh, it's a crazy time for for Arizona and LA to be uh, to be in. And let's just reiterate this: like both teams should not they should not be in this position. They should not be fighting <laughs> the final week of the season for playoffs because they look so effing strong the first half. Okay, so let's let's look at it this way. So yeah. now we're at this point. Who has been? I guess for LA and Arizona, have they got to this position because most of the time they shoot themselves in the foot or they are just underperforming? What's the deal? What's your, what's your take? Well, for the Cardinals, I think that rides on Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray has been erratic. No, he's looked great at times. A couple of weeks ago, he won a bunch of people some fantasy football playoffs because he had like 45 points on the board for fantasy. And then there's other weeks where... Yeah, um, he gets hurt, little dink and dunk, and um, they're they're struggling. So I put, I won't put it all on him, but kind of. I'll put it. I'll put it on Kyler, uh, and then for the Rams, I think, um, you know, they they have a great defense. It kind of emerged after the first half, uh, but I think it's been a lot of execution. I think it's been a lot of turnovers by Jared Goff or fumbles or what have you. But um, yeah, it's just. To lose to the Jets, for example, that <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> that kind of ex- exemplifies it. I mean, you know, at the time too, the Rams got their asses handed to the Dolphins, and a lot of people were kind of like, "Oh, you know, the Dolphins aren't a good team," but they're they're a pretty good team. But to lose to the Jets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That is bad. Mm-hmm. And knowing the Jets had, you know, they wanted to lose the game for the draft pick, but they still won. You know that <laughs> right. they sacrificed the head. So I mean, these these are games where, um, you know, if you if you don't make the playoffs this year, you head to the locker room, you have to talk to like the owners and the fans. I mean, you're gonna look back at all these games that you kind of squandered away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, out of those two teams, I would say LA is more of the if I was their fan base looking at the team is you know they were the bigger letdown between them and Arizona. Absolutely, um, they really didn't have any excuses throughout the season. Um, you know, Jared Goff remained healthy. The receivers remained healthy. Um, they had an awesome run game. Their defense, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Donald, Brockers, you know, all of them. Um, but they just underperformed every week. And they were just like, you know, you turn on the TV or you're looking at the scores, you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> some of them, you know, they just squeaked by and they got the win. And some of them, they just completely dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that was kind of disappointing. Arizona, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, but it's Kyler Murray, second year. You were expecting kind of a, a little drop in his performance. Um, yeah, so. You, you know, regardless of whoever is on the outside looking in after this, this, this weekend, they're all, they're all going to blame this season and how weird it was and COVID, COVID. all that stuff. Like, that's automatically be like, oh, well, this is unlike any other season, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. Which is true. Yeah, everyone had to have a short, you know, make all these changes and such. But again, the entire league had to make these changes, not mm-hmm. one collective team. So 
I would say though, you know, out of all the professional sports that, um, that started during COVID time, I would say NBA number one, yep. they, they, you know, they checked all the boxes. Yep. NFL was up there too. Um, even though that it felt like Goodell kind of forced it, well, um, you know, they needed time, money. Bottom. Did <laughs> they reschedule like that Pittsburgh game? Like, oh times. god, we <laughs> can go on about that one. The Niners Packers game, you fucked them yeah. over. Right, yeah, guys, yeah. Oh, you guys got to play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a random game on uh, 1 p.m. on Wednesday. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then baseball. You know, they only played like one third of the season, so that doesn't even count. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So. so let's go ahead and bring it home for this really tight game. So Cardinals favored by three at LA over under 41. I mean, let's, let's just say, let's just say it. who who's going to win and who's out, out of the playoffs. Well, if the, well, if the Packers, anyways, you know, who, who do you think is going to win? Um, yeah. Like I said before, I, th- I think I'm going to go with the, uh, I think having this Kyler Plains game, the advantage to the offense um, it's gonna be a tight game, pretty low scoring, but I'll take the I'll take the Cardinals, the under forty one. Final score prediction? Like I said before, I'll go seventeen thirteen Cardinals. Seventeen thirteen. Okay, I see you. I see you. What say you to you? Up. Um, I too will say Cardinals. I think uh, Kyler Murray and Kingsbury will just find a way just to outplay um, LA. I'm gonna go. I think it's going to be an under also. I'm just going to go, I don't know, 23, 23, 21. I think LA is going to have the ball the last drive of the game. And Wofford is just going to, um, <laughs> he just doesn't have enough right now. Not enough experience. And this is a tough bid, man, to, to ask quarterback with zero starts to play a game Yeah. with this much weight on it. Yeah. I, I don't expect much. All right. I'll be, um, I'll be the outlier. Uh, I think the Rams are going to do this uh, and really, really, if you're Cliff Kingsbury and, and this whole organization, you know, really disappoint the fans. But um, I think that this Rams defense, uh, despite some of the things that are going on offensively, this defense has held it down throughout this entire season. They're they're a top five unit. And for a game that really counts, uh, they're going to get it done. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury play calling execution. I don't know. I don't know who's to blame, but I haven't been impressed this last, what, four or five weeks. There's, there's something up with them. And I think that Sean McVay is much more detail-oriented to get these sort of games done. Um, so just knowing what is at stake, I know Wolford will, will get his first career start. I know there's a couple things to be said. But, you know, this defense forcing turnovers, running the ball, if they get Cam Akers back, I mean, that would be a huge help for them. But I think that it will be low-scoring but the Rams will find enough ways on the defense um, to win this ball game. So go ahead and give me Rams 23, uh, Cardinal 17, 23-17. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and go to another interesting game. Not as, I mean, there's still stakes involved, but it's not to the same level as the Cardinals-Rams game. But half an hour later, you know, 125 tip off, you have the Seahawks at SF, a.k.a. Arizona. Uh, so the Arizona Niners. So goes back to 2020 of how weird of a season this has been because the Niners have not had their home stadium for like the last month and a half. Yeah. So Seahawks are favored by seven by a touchdown over under 46. And there's a couple things to keep in mind for this as well. Um, 
The Niners, they've been some spoilers lately. They, they've beaten the Rams. They've beaten the Cardinals. Um, you know, they know their division. And so that's why we're at this point. Uh, but at the same time, too, the Niners aren't going to be with their backup. Mullins is out, which means the third stringer, C.J. Beathard, gets the start. Uh, and then a couple other notables to note. Brandon Ayuk is out. Trent Williams is out. K1 Williams is out. Richard Sherman is out. Debo Samuel is out. And so, yeah, this isn't, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for this Niners team. But, you know, at the same time, too, the Seahawks team, they're not going to rest their starters because they need, like I mentioned before, they need this win if they want to make a case to get the number one seed and to get that bye week. So um, let's, let's get it started. What, what are your initial thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, when you said uh, Arizona uh, Niners, it made me think of a, it sounds like a sports bar in Scottsdale, right? Oh. <laughs> the Niners fans down there. We, we did do that several years, several moons ago. Yeah. What was the place? Red, red, some revolver or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, R and R something like that. R, I think it's R and R. All right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, like you said, they have, you know, this, their unofficial home away from home, uh, you know, having watched way more Seahawks footage here in the last this season than any other time in my life. Um, I feel like this is going to be a game. And just what's the spread in this game? Seahawks are favored by a touchdown, okay. seven, over under 46. Yeah. 46, okay. Yeah, I really feel like this is going to be a game where they're going to use, especially with all the injuries and all the all the players out for the Niners, Seahawks are going to use it to really get back on track um, with their offense and getting, you know, Russ, quote-unquote, cooking again. He's, uh, you know, you know, we've had discussions before about how at the beginning of the season he was in this, you know, MVP front runner, blah, 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 had a dip, come back up again, um, trying to figure out the offense, um, you know, running through through some of the best playmakers. Um, I think they're going to use this game to get back on track. So I expect to see a lot from, uh, from DK, from Chris Carson, especially if they're going to be playing all their starters, just go, knowing that they're, they're shooting for that number one overall seed. So. What's well, AET? Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a game that's going to be reflective of the spread, in my opinion. <laughs> Just to put it lightly, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Home dogs. You no, know, I. Yeah, I mean neutral field. Uh, Russell Wilson. I think he's he's starting to. Um, I, I think we're going to see a product of Seattle where it's going to be you know pretty close of what we're going to see and what we expect in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I guess, they could take it as a, a dress rehearsal per se. Um, it's unfortunate it's against the Niners, but uh, it is what it is. Um, so I'm sure they don't want to slack off because in seven days they're going to be playing another another game and it's going to be, yeah. you know, win or go home. So um, I'm expecting a pretty refined product. Um, you know, DK Metcalf, he, you know, he lit it up last, uh, last time they played the Niners. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Russ, lately they, they've been, um, they haven't been uh, clicking as much, but you know, I think the wide receivers are going to get going again. And, um, you know, going into the playoffs, especially, you know, cold weather, you want to start relying on your on your running game, too. So I do want to see what their running game is about, um, what type of, um, you know, schemes they're going to they're going to draw for Chris Carson um, and their defense, too. I'm curious. I mean, that defense has been, uh, I guess, their biggest question mark all season. Um, towards the end of the season, they're, they're starting to shape up. 
yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely, um, they're up there again. So, um, yeah. I'll get, I, I just want to see a good product from Seattle and to see where they're going to go. I'll give a big shout out to the Seahawks and their defense because, you know, they beat the, they beat the Rams 20 to nine, large, large in part to their defense. Um, they acquired Carlos Dunlap at the trade deadline. Uh, you've seen some excellent play out of DJ Reed, former Niner, by the way, who's now the starting cornerback. Um, shoots, I mean, uh, even KJ Wright's had like a really great season. Like a lot of their players now for the second half of the season, they're starting to click. Actually, if you just do a, a second half comparison to their first half, they're averaging like four, four or five sacks a game, which is top five in the league. So I don't know what the hell happened the first half, but now they are playing their best football. Jamal Adams, Carlos Dunslap, like all of them, Bobby Wagner, um, they are playing at their at their peak right now, which is exactly what you want to do heading into to the playoffs. Seattle's pretty known for that, though. Like the second half of the season is when, you know, whatever was not clicking the first half just starts just starts working. Well, they, they also haven't had like last season, season four, all these squeak by wins, you know. Yeah. Three points or less. These 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 games have been you know, a little more spread out. And like I said, they're, they've had, have they had any like significant, their biggest loss? I can't remember the, the, the point spread differential there, but you know, it's, it's hasn't been these things of like everyone holding their breath last second type of thing. It's either been like pretty resound win, you know, against the Jets, they won by like 50 points. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> good credit. Unlike the Rams, you know, they took care of business and even, even that Rams game when they won 20 to nine, yeah. It's only 20 to nine, but you felt that the Seahawks were going to win that game. Like no, no if, ands or buts. It was how many, how many safeties or how many, how many uh, sacks does, uh, does Jamal Adams now have? He has nine and a half, I believe, which wow. is That's crazy. most ever by a defensive back. And yeah, he's, he's leading the team in, in sacks. Carlos Dunslap, he's, uh, I think he's played about seven games since he got acquired and he's gotten five, five sacks through seven games. Yeah. So yeah, they're getting it done. They they are getting it done. They are blitzing a lot more too, which is good and bad because they can't generate on their own per se. Um, they're they're a lot more blitz heavy, but they've been timely and it's been working though. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, uh, what do you? I mean, obviously we know Niner is starting a third string quarterback, signs a rando off the street for to back back him up. Um, you know, a lot of starters out. Richard Sherman. Potentially, this we may, 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 may never see him in the Niners uniform ever again. What are you, what are your thoughts on Niners for this game? You know, I think it um, as much as you, you fans, skeptics, you know, whatever. But the last four weeks of the season, you, you would expect the Niners to essentially tank and you know get get the better draft pick. But you know, between Kyle Shanahan and whoever's under center, like they've been competing. Um, They've been actually shooting themselves in the foot a lot of times because of turnovers. Um, shout out to Nick Mullins for that. <laughs> so they've been in games, though. <laughs> they've been in games um, due to their coaching, due to their system. They can't finish games anymore. But what you saw against the Cardinals was I was pleasantly surprised. And maybe the Niners might surprise this week. I think because of so much turnover, though, you know, number three quarterback, no left tackle, no Sherman, shoot, no Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably where, you know, like that, that good field moment for the Niners where it probably ends. Mm-hmm. 
and that's okay. Uh, but I don't think they're going to get blown out. I think it'll be a black and blue sort of game. Um, a lot of running, a lot of physicality, but the Seahawks are going to take this. Mm-hmm. Um, one person I am excited to see play, I hope, is Chosen Rosen. <laughs> oh, shit, Chosen Rosen. Right. Uh, as Shanahan did say that, you know, three quarterbacks are going to be active this Sunday. Bethard, Josh Johnson, and Rosen. Oh, Johnson. I forgot about yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I, um, for some reason is, you know, I don't want to think what I'm going to, what to see from what, or what to expect from Rosen, but maybe he's better than Mullins and Beathard. I don't know. Well, maybe Josh Johnson is that guy. We, we really don't know. I feel like hasn't Johnson been on the Niners like two or three times in his career. <laughs> yeah. yeah so like <laughs> the and all this other shit. Yeah. He's, he's, he knows the team. Been around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, like you said, I feel like we're going to see a lot of Moster, a lot of, a lot of running game. Debo's out, Ayuk's out. Who are they going to throw the ball to? Tough. They have yeah. Kittle though. That's the one. one they, have they have Kittle. They yeah. have Kittle. Kittle intends to finish this season. Yeah. Um, you know, they asked him, do you still want to finish it? And he's like, yeah, I want to compete. So he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know if we're ready to get predictions now, but I, I'm, I think we're all on the same page here. I'm going to go Seahawks. You said over under a 46. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a kind of more kind of a blowout. I'm going to go Seahawks. I don't know. Seahawks 27 Niners 17. All right. What's the ETF? I know this is, Oh, uh, yeah. It's tough to talk about. You know, it's a sensitive subject for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the road, dude. But <laughs> yes. Can't go on any longer. Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, let's go. I'm trying to see where Niners are going to generate points. That's that's kind of where the problem I'm having right now. It's Kittle. There's Jeff Wilson. There's turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean – Let's go Seahawks, 28, Niners, uh, 14, 17. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's go with 14 because I'll, I'll do 28 to 17. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll do 28 to 17. It's one of those games where, you know, honestly, the Seahawks just have to do your job. Get the job yeah. done. Don't turn the ball over. Run the ball well. Um I think that's considering, you know, no Trent Williams. I think Justin school is going to get the start at left tackle. Uh, yeah. They, sh- they should win this game quite convincingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, they could make this like a Seahawks game and make this super weird and close, but I, I think they they get it done. Who's yeah. the backup for Russ? Is it Gino? It's Gino. Yeah. I like to say Gino. Gino. Yeah. What's over under? We're going to see him tomorrow. Oh man. Oh man, he made, he made appearance against the against the Jets when they were up by like thirty five points or forty. Oh, he did. Okay, he did. But I mean, they only carry two quarterbacks. So if Geno Smith is in, that means our our whole prediction is totally out out the yeah. gate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's Geno Smith is the white flag. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I think when they get to thirty plus points, yeah, that's that's a good time. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Well. 
Okay, so our, our prediction is we have the Seahawks winning. Uh, whether they get the number one seed or not remains to be seen. You guys have the Cardinals winning and staying alive and going into the playoffs. I think that the Rams will, despite Wolford or whatever, they'll, they'll get it done. But we'll see what happens with the Bears too because the Bears have a tough assignment because they're hosting the Packers. Yeah. And the Packers, in that same level as the Seahawks, they're not resting their starters because they want the number one seed as well. And then you have the Niners. Um Tough situation to be in. I think they'll compete, but it is what it is at this point with the Niners. So any other final thoughts? I appreciate your guys' time, especially to start the new year for 2021 off to a nice, solid start. Yeah, no, it's a year of the Ox, right? So it's going to be, uh, it'll be fun. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know that, what that means. Justin, if you could weigh in on that, uh, what the different animal characteristics are for this year, reflective of the, the NFC at all. It was the year of the hawk this year? The ox. The ox. Oh, the ox. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to give it. I'm like fifth generation Chinese, so I'll have to give it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I might not be the best person to ask about this. <laughs> I can certainly, if you like me to, I can uh, use my Chinese Google.com to okay. figure it out too. So. There's a, I just Google it. People born in the year of the ox are strong, reliable, fair, and conscientious, inspiring confidence in others. There you go. All right. All right. Well, you heard it here. Um, so this is pretty much going to be our last pod of the regular season. Uh, de- depending on how the seeding goes, you, you might get some. Well, you probably will, but you're going to get some postseason coverage for Wild Card Weekend, the NFC West representing. But I think that as we reflect on 2020, go into 2021, well, f- fuck 2020, and let's hope for something <laughs> uh, a little bit more uh, positive to start uh, to start this year. <laughs> For sure. All right, guys. So appreciate your guys' time. To those that check out the pod, thank you so much. Whether it's on Spotify or iTunes, you can also check it out on Instagram at Just the West, Twitter at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Till next time, we out here. Leaders. Peace. <laughs>